0: Stay tuned now for Love Talk with Evelyn Davison. Her guests today are Betty Scott and Kim Turk, talking today about agape love in action.
1: Thank you, John. We are in studio today. This is Evelyn Davison, broadcasting out today's Christian Talk, 1120 The Bridge in Austin, Texas. And I want to thank you for joining us today. It is a very special day here in the, in the beautiful state of Texas. And. Um, One of the things that is so exciting is our opportunity every week to come and to share the love of the Lord Jesus and provide some bridges for love and leadership. And we're going to be talking about some wonderful things today. In in the studio with me is my co-host today, Betty Betty, uh, Scott. Betty is a friend and a Christian counselor. She's an author. She wrote The Time Will Be. I mean, soon, I think that's the name of it.
2: The time uh, will come. The time will come. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the it was close.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This is going to be a great day today. We've had a wonderful <laughs> week. What uh, we're going to talk about how it is to live out in times like these today where we have enemies on every side. And Betty is a retired public school counselor, and she uses her skills and spiritual gifts as a Christian facilitator. And she and her husband, Lane, live in Austin and are members of Austin Brethren Church. And they lead in teaching and coaching. And welcome. Betty. It is so good to have you back with us.
2: Thank you for having me, Evelyn. This is a real pleasure and an honor to be here.
1: Well, you know, we look at where we are right now in America and in Texas especially. We've got some of the greatest opportunities we've ever had in our life to show love. And we're going to be talking about agape love today. But love is a thing that just, it is like a a bandage on hearts and minds and, and people. You know, when we just get to where we're so broken or so hurt or so in need, it's, sometimes it's just really hard to be cheerful.
2: It is. And when we are hurting, we feel abandoned by God most of the time. Uh, not only do we feel abandoned by God, but we feel abandoned by man. And even those who we are the very closest to, often cannot relate to us,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that that is um, that's really hard to go through. So it's so important that we understand that God is still loving us when we're not feeling His love, <laughs> and we're not may not be feeling love toward Him.
1: You know, the word, uh, we've been talking about agape love today, and we're going to go to the famous chapter in, in God's word on love, what it is and what it's not. But we do have a special guest today. Would you introduce her first, please?
2: I would love to introduce her. This is Kim Turk. She is the founder of Camp Agape, Texas, it is a bereavement camp for children ages 7 through 12 who have lost someone who is important in their life. And Kim has been doing this for 17 years. This ministry is amazing.
3: So, uh, Kim, welcome. Good morning. Thank you so much for
1: having me. Well, we're delighted to have you. Are you a native Austinite, or where did you originate from, Kim? I actually um, am from Fredericksburg. Really? Texas. That's one of my, my favorite places. Van takes me over there, and we go in the back door of Dooley's. <coughs> yes, of course.
3: Yes, we grew up shopping at Dooley's, and my family actually arrived in the 1860s. So we have been um, in Texas for a long
1: time how did you uh, how did you get here? What brought you to Texas?
3: Well, like I said, my family's from Fredericksburg, and oh. so we've
1: we've been here. Mm -hmm. So I've never left. Are they of German descent? Yes, they are. Oh, that's the thing I love about Fredericksburg is you know that that special touch that so many of the business people over there have. And we do a lot of uh, love taught work in the in Fredericksburg Mm -hmm. area, up in Marble Falls and around. Mm -hmm. Well, we're just thrilled to have you today. Tell me about your family. Well, um, we live in
3: Bernie. I'm married to my husband, Danny. We've been married for 22 years, and we have one lovely daughter who's 16 and a Uh sophomore in high school who's driving now, but um, she's our our little blessing and and joy of our life, and um, she just has a heart for the Lord, and I couldn't be more proud of that. Betty, how how
1: did you come to know Kim? How, How did you all get connected?
2: Well, um, Kristen McVaney, who is the camp director for Agape Camp, came to our church and talked to us about oh. the, church, the camp. And so I volunteered last year. And this is the very heart of my uh, calling in ministry is to work with hurting people. When I was uh, when I was working before I retired as a school counselor, I was a Trauma loss and uh, trauma loss and grief school specialist. so to work with these children was just uh, my element and my ministry.
1: Well, you know it is, uh, it's, it's a really blessing to be able to counsel people who are in need, who hurt, who have had major loss. Um, for years and years, we had an Austin awesome Christian Counseling Association. And, um, and I'm saying the years. I'm talking about 40 years ago. And we begin to see how important it was that Christian counseling had a place at the table.
2: It does. And along with the Christian counseling, uh, bereavement counseling is so very important because we're all going to lose someone we love. Mm-hmm. And when it happens to a child, when it happens to a family... Unfortunately, without anybody intending to do this, children take a background. Mm -hmm. Uh, For one, after the services are over, corporate America steps in and you've got to go Mm -hmm. back to work and got to go back to school and take care of the post details of, of the funeral and all. And children don't get to grieve the way adults do. Um, one thing that happens very often is when a life settles down after a death and the parent is saying, finally, we're getting on a road to normality again, mm-hmm. the child starts to act out, and it's not anything anybody schedules, but mm-hmm. they're beginning to grieve. So uh, what we do at Camp Agape is to offer that child not only the time to grieve, but for them to be aware and to come into a very close relationship with Jesus and to have healing activities. So this is a very important ministry.
1: Well, it is, and because you never know really what's going on in the mind of a child. You know, adults get brave when it comes to time to express feelings, but so often... Uh, children kick it out, you know, one way or another. They just, you know, change either their personality traits or something. Well, we're just so glad to be able to talk about this today. And, you know, I uh, we just never get too old to learn something new. And I know that there are parents out there or even teachers, um, Betty, that need help in this area. But Agape, uh, Camp Agape is a very unusual organization from what I've been able to determine. So uh, let's, let's talk, Kim, a little bit about how it is that you became first, that you became involved in this type of ministry with children. Well, um, this was
3: truly a calling that was put on my heart. Um, I'm not a counselor. I did not experience a loss as a child. But this was truly something that was just put on my heart, that there needed to be a a healing place for hurting children. And that was back in 1994. And like many of us today, we're kind of afraid to take that leap of faith. Mm -hmm. And for six years, I knew that this was something the board wanted. And I gave him every excuse in the book about Mm -hmm. why not to use me. (laughs) Really? Or that I could find something like that and go volunteer. But um, I ended up being invited to go on a walk to Emmaus, which is a spiritual oh, retreat. yes. In, and I had no choice but to be still and know God. Mm-hmm. And it was at that time that I finally said, okay, God, I know that this is something you want me to do. Mm-hmm. And I'll be your vessel. And But you need to give me a sign and just help me you know, figure out how to start this. And um, in that uh, a very brief period of time, um, he gave me our, the logo, and I saw a rainbow and the logo of, like, little connecting kids and the number 12. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, there's my logo. There's my sign. And so it was six years after God put it on my heart that I finally – relinquished my will to do God's will. And I started Camp agape.
1: Well, we're going to talk about Camp Agape. We're going to talk about the love of the Lord Jesus, which is Agape. And we're going to give a good definition for it. But you know, one of the things that I... I, um, I have a good friend, Reverend Linda Chandler, and that's probably the church you went to. Is that right? To give your testimony? Yes. yes. And Linda... Um, had a young, had her oldest son um, had a near-death experience when he was very young and um, Gary and Linda prayed over him and life came back into him. This is a, a miraculous story. And so I know that Linda's always had this background of dealing with that in the hurt and how God healed that hurt. Uh, and then later as, um, as he became older uh, he had some difficulty with drugs and got into some wrong situations and then but he the Lord became very real to him, and i 'm not going to call his name because i don 't want to do that, but what did happen is he had some friends come back to town, and uh, there was some drugs involved and it took his life it took his life and I know that Linda has a very strong Uh, urgency and need uh, to help parents understand that so I want us to talk today about what it is uh, paint a picture of Camp Agape what it is what happens to the children that come there and then what happens as they go home and some other things because God's love is a very wonderful mender Uh, it mends our hearts but it also leaves those places where we are, we don't have everything we think we need to be able to function. Just take our break here from some of our wonderful sponsors and when we come back. We're going to talk again with Kim Turk and Camp Agape right after this. Stay
0: You know, the world has changed and getting connected is really no longer a trend, it's a reality. And it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition? Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the partner you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at one 888 988 or visit the website... TexasSEO.com or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position. Ellison Salazar, garage and
4: body shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar, hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps, big or small, for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 450 South Congress, North at 8808 Research Boulevard, and New Northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellis and Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter.
0: You're listening to Love Talk, and it's time to get back to the program with your host, Evelyn Davison. Her guests are Betty Scott and Kim Turk, talking today about agape love in action.
1: Thank you, John, and thank you to all those wonderful sponsors that um, help us get here and help us do what we do. And in the studio is one of my sweetest friends, Betty Scott. And Betty, we're talking today about love, agape love, and uh, a ministry of um, giving away love and and sharing love in a time when people really need it
2: and it is so important Evelyn we throw the word love around so much but we don't really take into consideration what it really means and agape love is the deepest love we can ever experience it's God's unconditional love for us and The deeper we go into prayer life, the more we realize God's love for us. And so as we try to give it to others, it becomes unconditional love for Uh others. Unconditional acceptance for their actions and what they do, the way they treat us or treat others. Agape love is wanting the best for them without trying to take into consideration what is best for us. To the world, agape love sometimes looks like being a wimp.
1: Mm -hmm. It does.
2: But to God, that's the strongest love we can give. Mm -hmm. And so many times that acceptance... Just one person giving unconditional acceptance will be the healing source, Mm -hmm. that seed that that person
1: receives that they carry with them the rest of their lives. Well, you know, it's an important thing to have uh, in in an area when there is a child involved. Uh, It's important sometimes for parents to really get some help.
2: It is because... So many times, even with our adult children, we may see them hurting through divorce or job loss or maybe a loss of their own child. And how many times have we said as our children grow up, if I could be in their place and take Mm -hmm. that pain, I would do it. And then to have a child who cannot express their feelings in an adult manner it makes it even harder sometimes. And we, we're we at a loss of how to comfort our own sure. children.
1: Sure. Well, let's just talk a little bit about, um, let's, let's paint a picture, Kim, of, um, of a family or a child. Uh, it, I, I know that grieving in a family, because we've experienced this, before, the year before we moved to Austin, my brother was abducted in Houston and murdered. Uh, robbed and and, and just thrown out. And our boys, uh, our youngest son was like, um, I think he was eight years old. And he came in one day. I'd had some surgery and was not really doing well and was just resting in the afternoon. And he'd been playing with our beagle and he came in and he looked at me and he said, Mother, are you going to die? Are you going to die? And I said, well, no, son, not today, I don't think. You know, I have a sibling personality, <laughs> and so I try to bring a little humor into it. But I didn't realize how deeply that had, been, had impacted his life, uh, because in in one year in our family, we lost Van's dad. We lost his mother with leukemia. She came down three months after. Uh, Papaw, uh graduated to heaven with leukemia. And then that third thing was this tragedy in my family. And so he, he was eight years old, and he was totally confused. And so let's paint a picture of a child that that is dealing with this. You know, often your ministry, I'm sure, is to children, but it's also to parents. Give, give us a really broad portrait of, of what happens at Camp Le Agape.
3: Well, Camp Agape, um, of course, being a Christian-based camp, um, that is our goal is to help these children who have gone through these times of despair and brokenness to um, understand um, God's agape love, his unconditional love, which I can't imagine them needing anything more than that in that time of brokenness. And what we tend to find um, with the children that come to Camp Agape is um, when, and even with the, as adults, when we go through times of, of despair and brokenness, we either tend to draw closer to God or we turn away from God. And our goal at Camp Agape is to help these children draw closer to God in that time of brokenness Mm -hmm. and um, having their hearts uh, filled with agape love and feeling the love of all of the volunteers that are around them and seeing all the other children that are going through similar losses and circumstances that can be very, very healing in itself when they show up and they see 50 other children that are going through similar um, losses. So um, During our four day summer camp program, um, we take them through uh, therapeutic activities that are group based. So it gives. Group based. Tell me what
1: group based is. Group
3: based is where um, everything that we do with our play therapy is done in a group setting. And so all of the children have an opportunity to open up and communicate and talk about their emotions surrounding their loss and um it it gives them a very safe and nurturing environment for them to express those emotions and feelings that they're having um when when they see other little kids you know sharing their thoughts and feelings that are similar to theirs and as betty mentioned it's so difficult for us as adults when we're going through the pain of loss and death Mm -hmm. that we sometimes really neglect um assisting these children with the questions that they may have like you said you know what Mm -hmm. type of things must be going through their minds with all of this going on um an example that speaks to this is we had a little girl one year that told us her father had gone to hell. And we said, well, why do you think your father went to hell? And she said, well, I know heaven is up and hell is down. And they put him in the ground. So How sometimes, old was that child? Seven. Seven. So sometimes we tend to not remember to get on a child's level right. to discuss these issues um, about grief mm-hmm. and loss and death. And that's what Camp Agape does. We give give them that opportunity to come and ask all the questions Mm -hmm. that they have. We also had a little girl last summer whose um, brother died of leukemia, her Mm -hmm. baby brother. And finally, at the third day of camp, um, she finally opened up to her counselors and said that she thought she was... The one that caused the death of her baby brother because she didn't wash her hands when she played with him. And the mom was always saying, wash your hands before you play with the baby. Who hasn't said that? But in this little child's mind, she was taking the guilt of his death on herself Mm -hmm. by not washing her hands. So this is the beauty of what Camp can provide to children Um, And aside from all of the the group therapy that we do with our children, um, we also provide just a typical fun summer camp experience. You know, we have kids that have come to us that said they felt like they were dishonoring their loved one if they would smile and enjoy life and have fun again. And we want them to understand God wants you to experience the fullness of joy in Mm -hmm. the life that he's given us. And so one of the reasons we host our program at a summer camp facility is we want them to swim and canoe Mm -hmm. and fish and we do equine assisted therapy. We want to give them that opportunity to enjoy life, that it's okay to smile again and have fun again. And typically what you see in our in our, our program and in our schedule is we'll do about 45 minutes worth of group therapeutic activities that consist of art and music and games and play therapy. And then we break and then we go and do physical fun activities just at a regular summer camp. And then we come back and then we do that hard work again that's emotional and then we go back and play again. So... Children may be hesitant to come experience a, a grief support camp, but we're more than just a grief support camp. We are actually impacting the whole child, as far as their emotional health, their physical fitness, and their and their spiritual well-being. So that's that's our goal at Camp Agape is to give that that blend of support. To help them with their grief and that grief process, but also give them that opportunity to just have a normal, fun summer camp experience when they're going through that time of despair.
1: That is brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant because, you know, when you've walked through that, you know how important it is, Kim. Uh, we need to take our break, but sometimes we have our friends that have to quit us on the break. So I want to be sure you give the information when the camp is and how to get in touch with you at this point, and then we'll come back and reinforce that. Well,
3: absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you happen to know a child that could benefit from our Grief Support Program, or if you feel led in some way to volunteer with our Grief Support Program, um, our website is www.CampAgapeTexas.org. I can also be reached directly at um, area code 830-385-8916.
1: Okay, we'll repeat that in our next segment. It is time for us to take our break. We'll come back. We want to talk a little bit more about some of the experiences even parents have with situations like this. And I will tell you what I said to my eight-year-old son when we, uh, we within our family experienced death. Right after this, stay with us for Love Talk.
0: you want on the world of culture, the world of entertainment, the world of finances. Information you need for your world. Today's Christian Tonic eleven twenty. The Bridge. Hi, this is
6: Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new thirty-three thousand square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as genter town. Say, so, hey, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fast-growing fellowships in the Austin area. Daniel Ruclew is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville, and come see us.
7: Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some Good news. If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535 or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net.
0: Let's get back now to more love talk
1: with Evelyn Davison and her guests Betty Scott and Kim Turk. Welcome back to Love Talk. We are in studio today, Texas Christian Talk, eleven twenty, the bridge in Austin, Texas, and I'm Evelyn Davison. And in the studio today, we have two friends, Kim Turk and uh, Kim, and uh, Betty Scott. And Betty uh, is a. Uh, is a professional counselor, and of course uh, you are too as well, Kim. Uh, we've been talking about what it is for a child and a family to go through what we would call loss, and and Betty, uh, you know, adults are affected by this. Families are affected. Let's let, give us a picture.
2: Well, everyone grieves differently, Evelyn. Uh, some people will, perhaps. Let's just take the example of illness. Uh, one member in the family may be doing all of their mourning while this loved one is sick, so that after the initial funeral and initial grief of the death, their life is ready to go on. Mm-hmm. This happens so many times where in adults where they may may find someone and marry a few months after their spouse 's death, but they did their grieving as their loved one was in the death process. For others, they may stay in denial or start accepting it before the death, and then they mourn after the death. That works the same way with children. And when children are going through this, they are especially needy for their family. But unfortunately, everybody is in the self-survival mode. And so when we get children to come to the camp, sometimes they don't want to come because they're leaving their parent. Mm-hmm. They're leaving their only security they have. So we may have resistance. And uh, last year, We can look back on it and smile now. But we had an extreme situation of a young lady who did not want to come to camp. And when I and uh, her buddy came up to her and said, we're glad you're here, she said, I don't want to be here. I was made to be here. I want to go home. And so she resisted us for a good while. She didn't want to participate. Uh she did sometimes, but by the time the camp was over, she was smiling. Now, she wasn't jumping for laughter, mm-hmm. but she was
1: smiling. She was going to think and process.
2: She was processing, and she will process at her own time, not the schedule that someone else is putting on her. And what was really the breakthrough was during the equine therapy. She refused to participate in the riding of the horses, but she the whole time petted one horse. And he was just there letting her pet him. And so this was her special time. And God did his miracles and his healing in his time, in his way, not what mm. a program as such would designate. And so that's the beauty of this camp is we just say, God, do your will. Do it your way. And we're going to be right here for, for you, God, to do what you put into us.
1: You know that's so exciting to me. Uh, We just—it's hard to have a children's, a child's mind when when things are going on because, they, you know, they either act out or they close off. Absolutely. And and you have to. There's different therapy for each of those. But uh, Kim, let's talk a little bit about the actual therapies. Betty mentioned the horses. Yes. Uh, and she also mentioned Buddy. Yes. So I want you to put those two together for me. <laughs> okay.
3: Um, well, every single child that attends Camp Agape is matched, peripherally matched with one adult Buddy. So it's a one-on-one ratio. So that child is able to bond with that one person And they can connect with them and feel safe to talk with them. And um, that buddy is actually with them the whole entire time of camp. So they go through all of the therapeutic activities. They do all of the fun summer camp activities with that child. So that child never feels alone. They They are the center of attention for those four days at our summer camp program. And they feel God's unconditional love through that buddy. And the bonds that happen are amazing, as you can just imagine. Um, the, one of the one most wonderful testimonies I can share with you about the, our buddy system at Camp Agape is um, in the middle of the night, we had um, a little buddy, I mean a little child, in our cabins it's just like at summer camp they have bunk beds and so the children sleep on the top bunk and the buddy sleeps on the bottom bunk and one one year we had a little boy that crawled down from his top bunk in the in the middle of the night and pulled on the covers and woke up his buddy and he said i want to know that man named jesus so you never know how god works um we do not do a formal call to the altar or anything like that. We are a non-denominational Christian-based mm-hmm. camp, but everything that we do is try to plant the seeds of Christ's love and that he is carrying these children through their times of the despair and he's always with them. In fact, our theme of camp is the poem Footprints in the Sand. And so Um, Our last night of camp, we have what's called our luau night, and it's our night of fun and celebration, and the kids get to dress up, and the adults as well, and we have a big dinner, and um, we give the children an opportunity to lay their burdens and their hurts at the foot of the cross on that evening, and it's just an incredible experience um, to watch the, the bonding that happens with, these, with the buddies and with the children uh, during the program, and then to have that um, final evening set uh, to be so profound and, and really help these children understand that God is with them. He has not deserted them. Mm. In fact, during the luau, we even perform a drama skit um, based on that poem footprints in the sand and so the children actually get a tangible visual that that yes we all go through times hard times in grief and loss and but god's not deserting us in those times he's actually there he's the one carrying us through that and for them to witness that skit and see that and then be given that opportunity to write down their hurts and their burdens on little index cards. And they walk with their buddy down to some um, crosses that are set down at the bottom of the stage. And there's a treasure chest set at the base of each cross. And the children are given that opportunity to go and lay those cards filled with their burdens and hurts inside that treasure chest. And their buddy is doing the same thing. And it just helps them physically understand they can give those to God, and God can carry those for them so they're not having to carry those burdens, you know, the rest of their life.
1: That is absolutely brilliant.
3: You know, we just... I'm getting a tear in my eye just
1: remembering
2: (laughs) it
3: from last
1: year. (laughs) Well, you know, the world needs to know that. Our people need to know that. Tell me what it is that you need, Kim. What does it cost How do you get in touch with these parents? Give us some ideas about what people who are listening to us today can either do or can uh, at least pray about.
3: Well, and I was going to say, first and foremost, we need prayer. We need prayer for the children and for the volunteers that are going to be attending our program this summer. But aside from that, um, we need volunteers. And if you are an adult, 18 or older, especially if you've suffered the loss of a loved one and you have felt God's love and it was your faith that helped you get through that time, you would be a perfect fit to come and volunteer with our program and be um, and help be a mentor to these children. Um, and as, as far as getting children... Um, I appreciate the opportunity today to be here at the bridge and be able to share about this ministry. So hopefully people can hear about us and know about us and know that Camp Agape is a free service. It's open to any child who's between the ages of 7 and 12 years of age. And all they need to do is go to our website and um, and find an application. It's an online application. It's very simple. But um, probably um, the biggest way that we get children is um, not only when people are searching on the Internet about grief mm-hmm. um, is through our website, but also Christian counselors, school teachers are wonderful because they see these children every day, and they know what these children are going through.
1: How large is your camp? How many can you take care of?
3: Well, it depends on the camp that we're renting, the facility that we're okay. renting, and how many beds that we'll have available. But we typically require about 180 beds uh, to do our program. And we, we typically will have 50 to 60 children um, at, at, at one session. How, often, how many sessions do you normally do? Right now it's just one, and okay. primarily that's For the summer. Yes, it's just one time during the summer. And the dates this year are going to be July 17th through the 20th. And it will be held at um, the Camp Buckner Retreat Center in Burnett. So it's right here in the beautiful hill country of Central Texas. And we would just love to have you, um, you know, have people get involved as volunteers or um, share the word about Camp Agape to a child that they may know. Um, that needs our our grief support program
1: give us your website i don't think we've done that
3: yes our website is um org, and um a good phone number is area code 830 385 8916
1: we we are so thrilled to have you today kim to bring this to to our friends because uh Eventually, in the time of all of us, there's going to be a need uh, in this regard. It may not be real young ones, but there are so many needs out there. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about the real kind of love that can mend hearts and give life in the life in which we live right now. Stay with us for Love Talk, and we'll be right back.
5: Jim Smith landscaping, wow. Or www.timsmithlandscaping.com.
0: Time for the last segment of Love Talk with Evelyn Davison. Her guests today are Betty Scott and Kim Turk, talking today about agape love in action.
1: Thank you, John. We are in the studio today with some very special friends, Betty Scott. And Kim Turk, and you all have been such a, a blessing to me today because of what we're talking about. We're talking about how it is you speak to the heart of a child who is bereaved and, do not, and have no idea what that is. They just know their life has changed, they've lost something, they're in pain, they're hurting, and, and we've talked a little bit about how, how they act out sometimes. But Kim, I want us to take just a few minutes here in our closing time, and talk about who needs to attend, and then what can people do to assist you?
3: Okay. Um, any child who has suffered the loss of a family member and is between seven and twelve years of age is eligible to attend Camp Agapi. And free. Yes, this free. is at no cost. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to be sure we say that.
3: <laughs> and um, so um, again, the the people that we need to to help come and volunteer would be um, adults over 18 um, that have a desire to come and help serve little hurting hearts, basically. We also have needs for counselors um, who would be willing to come and um, be a part of our program and help lead some uh, group grief therapy activities. And um, just to kind of recap to some of the – Losses that our children come from is that you were talking about um, they with some of the losses have ranged from cancer and illness and suicide mm-hmm. accidents, murder and military losses and statistically, probably the largest um, section of that would be a parental suicide in it's very unfortunate that we continue to see that statistic rise every year. And many times these children are the ones that end up finding their parent that committed suicide. So this is, um, you know, these are very traumatic cases that typically come to Camp Agape. Um, And so it's our goal and our prayer that really God is there to intercede for us and through us because we are not going to be able to heal these children in a four-day summer camp program. But we know God is, God can. He is the ultimate physician, and he can heal and restore these broken
1: hearts of these kids. Well, we want to cer- certainly thank you, Kim, for being with us today. We want, to come, we want to have you come back after the camp this year because people... Walk into these situations and they get so bad before you get help. So bad before you get help. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we help you prepare for next year. You may not know where it's going to be, but we could certainly set up the stage for that. But I do want to thank you. And Betty, I, you know, you're just such a special friend. Oh, thank and, you. And, and bring you are him to with me. you. And I want us to talk just a few minutes about one of the things that, that I realized when we had our year of tragedy uh, that it's very hard on children very son, hard i uh, was eight years old and i i mentioned earlier that i had gone through surgery had surgery three times that year and that because i'm a free bleeder i'd stayed there for like three weeks at a time and it was really hard uh and when our, my son dan came to my bed and said mother everything i love dies are you going to die i in In the goodness of God's mercy and grace and humility and humor, I said, someday, someday, someday. And then I said to him, let me tell you what's going to happen when that happens. Uh, The Lord Jesus is building me a house. He says, in my Father's house, Jesus said this, in my Father's house are many mansions. And I'm preparing a place for you. And I said, you know, when, when he gets my house ready, I'm going to move on up. And, but I've asked him for something, Danny. I asked him for an outside balcony or a uh, outside porch that would have a, a night light on it and some swings and and some rocking chairs so that, you know, my friends can come by and we can have tea. And, you know, I don't know what God's got prepared for us, Lord's got prepared, but this is what I'm asking for. And I said to him, now, you know, I'm 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 getting older, and... And I'll probably graduate to heaven before you do, but I'm going to tell you this: I'm going to leave a light on for you. How wonderful! (laughs) And you know that that child, even with our grandchildren, we have we have done this with them when they began to ask. When my grandmother, when my mother died, uh, our youngest grandson said to me, "Granny, you know you're getting old. uh, When you get old, you die." You know, you're getting old too, Granny. You're right. You, you got wrinkles when you get ah. old. You die. <laughs> So, you know, it is uh, pa- parents and uh, even other children, you know, just don't know how to answer these kinds of questions with children that are in need. And so, but we do have an answer. And that answer is agape love. And I want us to talk about the love of the Lord Jesus and how he proclaims that to us in ways that we can understand it. And this comes from Second Corinthians. And let's, let's start off. What does it do, Betty? What does love do?
2: Well, love never gives up. And God never gives up for us, on us. And that is what is so beautiful because we may walk away a little bit or a lot but he draws us back to him and it's not something we do He, when we start coming toward God God comes to yeah. us and then he just takes his arm and he swoops it around us <laughs> I love it. and draws us to him and so we get to we have that privilege of always having God love us and you know what that's God caring more for us than himself because we sin constantly. And uh, I have to give this illustration. I hope it doesn't take too much time. But someone had said, if we only sinned three times a day and we lived 70 years, how many times would God have to forgive us? And uh, unfortunately, I think I pretty well sin my three times a day the first 15 minutes I'm up. <laughs> So uh,
1: Lord, why don't you do this or why did you let this happen? <laughs> and I had that this morning coming in with a, a flat on my car. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, but uh, that that's God's love for us, and that's what we can give to others. And then love doesn't want what it doesn't have, and so we we have to be able to love others, not expecting something back. Mm-hmm. And that is probably the hardest earthly love that there is. And then we don't, love isn't proud. Mm-hmm. It just keeps on saying, I accept you the way you are. Go ahead, be ugly, be mm-hmm. rejecting. But if you want to come back, mm-hmm. you're welcome. And then this is another thing. Love doesn't force itself on others. Mm-hmm. God does not force himself on us, and we don't have to keep at someone saying, You're wrong. You should be doing this in order to be loving. So we just say, Okay, this is the way it is. And then we just keep going. And it isn't always me first.
1: That's you know, that's the hardest one, I think, isn't it?
2: I think so. I think it, I really do, because... We're taught if we give love. We're taught if you follow God. And these are valid teachings. But somewhere in our mind, for most humans, I think we get the the mindset of, if I follow the rules, things are going to go well.
1: And I deserve it.
2: I deserve it. I've done what I'm supposed to do. And then when our world falls apart, we wonder what happened. And I went through that when my... Uh, when my marriage fell mm-hmm. fell apart, and my big question was, I followed the rules. What happened?
7: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, uh, that is that me first attitude is very hard. Yeah. Uh, fl- love doesn't fly off the handle, so we don't we don't have the privilege mm-hmm. of using our temper. Uh, love doesn't keep the score of sins of others. And it doesn't then be happy when someone else goes through bad times.
1: Well, Betty, I want to thank you, and Kim, I want to thank you. Give us your website again today.
3: Yes, um, you can find applications at www.campagapitexas.org. And I would just like to also add that if you don't have time to serve um, with us and with our ministry, but you'd have a desire to maybe sponsor a child um, to attend our program we are a 501c3 nonprofit charity, and all donations are tax-deductible. And I just wanted to add one thing that you said. How do you get children to attend a grief support camp and actually want to come? But I do want to say that we had a little girl one, one time that said, If there is a heaven,
1: I hope it's just like Camp Agape. Oh, absolutely. Well, we want to thank you again. And we would say to you today, if you are in need of some counseling or you have some needs in your life, give us a call. We have a staff that is available to help you. But the most important thing I would tell you today as we close this, this is all possible because of the sacrifice and the love of the Lord Jesus. And he is so willing and so present to you if you will just acknowledge that he is alive. And as you come to realize that apart from Him, that you cannot have a life that, that, that is blessed by God. So, as we, we close today, I would ask you, do you know the Lord Jesus loves you? He has a plan for your life. And if you need to talk to someone, call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. Or check us out on our website, www.lovetalk.com. Network.com, And in the meantime, I pray this week will be a wonderful week for you. And that as you see others, that you'll be willing and able to share with them a God they love.
2: Hi, friends. This is Kathy Enderbrock with Let's Pray Today Ministries. Are you struggling in your marriage with anxiety and depression, have rebellious kids, or, or just want to pray for your children? Maybe you simply don't know where to start in prayer. We specialize in creating the tools to help you learn how to pray and pray effectively in a variety of life issues. Get your free MP3 download today on the topic of your choice. Go to www.letspraytoday.com and click on shop for your free audio prayer download. Become a friend on Facebook and let us know what prayer topic you need help with.
0: You know, the world has changed, and getting connected is really no longer a trend. It's a reality, and it's happening all around you, leaving you to wonder how do you get connected to your customers while staying ahead of the digital revolution and your competition. Well, Texas SEO is a Christian-based online marketing company, and they're the Partner, you can always rely on to navigate through the ever-evolving digital landscape. To schedule your free consultation and digital analysis, call Texas SEO at one 888 9736 or visit the website texasseo.com, or simply Google Christian SEO Company and you'll find them in the first position.